Hi, this is Maddie. I'm here with Sydney, Hannah and Lauren and you're listening to More Why. Stay tuned if you want to hear us talk about things which make you feel like you need a glass of wine. Don't worry guys, you'll be able to tell who's talking throughout the podcast. We've got a Londoner, a Northerner, a girl from Essex and obviously a Scouser. So I can guarantee they're probably going to turn my microphone down for the benefit of your ears. So guys, just sit back and listen while we do the whining. Let's be honest girls, we've all been there. You've been on a night out with your friends and you've been left on your own, you don't want to pay for an Uber home, so you just think I'll walk home. You've had a bit of vodka, you've got the confidence to do it, you're invincible and you think nothing's going to happen to you. The thing is, you think that only happens on nights out, but I, I got shouted at this morning on the way to uni. What it's time Madden. was that again, Sydney? 11.15. <laughs> in the morning? Yeah, 11.15, just literally cycling along the main road, shouts nice tits at me. <laughs> I mean, I was wearing a jumper. I'm, I'm curious as to know why he knows. Some people why was he looking? Cheek. Exactly. <laughs> so, anyone got any stories to share? I lived on a road in my second year of uni, and it was quite a busy road, so I always felt... I always thought I'd feel quite safe on it, but there was a few times where I was walking home from nights out on my own, which I know you shouldn't probably do, but I was, and cars would pull over, and men would lean over and ask us how much we were charging or oh. things like that as if we were prostitutes and we were like we would be open to anything like that and it happened more than one time how old were um, you when this happened it was second year of uni so like 19 20 just not on really, and it, it, it was like grown men as well like 40 50 year old men and they were just approaching girls on their own and i just think it's really weird i don't know what they what they think they're getting from it though because Obviously, you're just trying to go about your daily life and just walking around. Yeah, do they think we're going to open the door and be like, oh, yeah, go on then, 20 quid. (laughs) Oh, 20. (laughs) Lowered myself there. Lowered your standards. (laughs) To be fair, one time um, I was in a club. I'm not going to name it because, obviously, I don't want to name it in shame. But, um, yeah, I was wearing, like, a green, like, long sleeve bodysuit and it had, like, a little little bow at the back. Um, Just going about business, enjoying my night, dancing, some questionable moves. <laughs> and um, and next thing I knew, somebody pulled the bow undone. And I was like, are you for real? Um, it really annoyed me because obviously I couldn't tell who it was. I turned around and it just ruined the night for me because I was just trying to let loose and enjoy my night out. And it just really put me in a bad mood and just made me feel a bit like objectified and like I'm not uncomfortable yeah I'm not I'm not an object for people to just I'm not I wasn't putting myself out there in an like environment I wasn't like dancing around a load of boys or like anything I wasn't doing anything provocative someone did that to me I had um it was a bikini top to be fair but it was like quite a dressy one so I wore it to an event I went to or like a rave if you'd call it that um and a mop it was forming so like where everyone stands in a circle and then when the beat drops everyone just runs in and it's like really dangerous probably shouldn't probably shouldn't happen but everyone just runs in and it's just carnage um and as everyone was getting ready to run in someone undid my top so when everyone ran i was getting pushed around so i couldn't tie it again so my top was just coming off and i was like in the middle of the rave and it was just it's not like i didn't think oh god like 
I've been sexually harassed. It was more embarrassing for me. Yeah. But then I was like, why should I be embarrassed? He should be embarrassed that he thinks that's okay. Yeah. So we also spoke to someone called William Turner, who's part of the Nottingham Night Owls. I think it's a society where they go out between half 11 and 3.30am on Wednesday and Thursday nights when students are walking home to make sure they get home safely. I think they offer things like first aid and stuff like that. So we chatted to William and here's what he had to say about it. Hi, my name is William Turner. I am the stock officer for the Nottingham Night Owls. Nottingham Night Owls is a student charity society that was set up in 2015 with an aim to promoting student safety and welfare on nights out. To do this, we run two shifts a week on Wednesdays and Thursdays from 11.30pm until 3.30am. We have two patrols on each shift consisting of at least three people each and they have been trained in first aid and can give that if necessary. They carry uh, bags with first aid supplies and other supplies but mainly what we tend to do is we tend to help people get home if they we walk with them if we don't want to if, if they don't want to walk home alone or we wait for a taxi with them or we help them sober up or or get their bearings if they're if they're um, a bit too drunk to be able to figure out how to do it for themselves. To ensure the safety of our volunteers, our volunteers have been um, uh, self-defence trained, and um, each patrol will have one um, person in office um, who calls them um, every half an hour just to um, make a note of their location and um, just check they're safe and happy. Student safety is just so important to what we do. It's literally what we're all about. Um, there is no other purpose to the society other than trying to help people feel relaxed and comfortable in the city they live in. Um, and for me personally, some of the most fulfilling things I've done in the society is, is not when we've had to um, give first aid or take people to um, A&E. Um, obviously those, those when, when we do stuff like that, it's really good. But for me, the the most heartwarming moments I have are just when people just sincerely thank us um, for not having to walk home alone because they didn't feel they didn't feel scared, they didn't feel like they were vulnerable. I think it's just fantastic that we were able to do that for people. So thank you to Will for giving us all that information. Actually reminds me of a time I'd just been on a, on a night out in Rock City, and I was walking back, and my friend from home who also lives in Nottingham was walking back with me and we just split up because we live in two different directions and literally within two seconds this man had pushed me up against like the side of this shop or this wall wherever it was and was like trying to touch me and thankfully my friend's housemate was looking around at the time he ran over pushed him off me and was like look get off um and so we carried on walking like they started walking me home again and split off again and this man was actually like following me so I rang my housemate and I was like, right, you need to talk to me on the phone because yeah. I'm genuinely concerned for my safety. And then he did, this man just disappeared, but, oh, it's horrible. <clears throat> it, sh- it shook you up, didn't it? It, it really scary. did. Isn't it scary by the age of 20 and 21, we've all at least had one experience of being harassed or being touched inappropriately when we should have. Like, I'm Also, another story, I was walking home from a night out. It wasn't even late. I think it was about midnight and I was walking down my street and I live on a row of terraced houses 
and I saw this man in the distance and he was looking in someone's window through the blinds and I thought, hmm, a bit weird. So I went over and I was like, oh, what are you doing? And as soon as he looked at me, he ran off. That's brave that you went over and asked him yeah. what he was doing. Well, luckily I was only around the corner from my house so I didn't feel too scared and I think I'd had a few bevs so I felt I was feeling a bit brave. <laughs> so we did some polls um, on our Instagrams just to see if anybody else had any experiences walking back on their own. Quite a lot of people actually came back. I'll just read you some of the responses. Quite a lot of people just said men, but obviously we can't generalise here. It also happens to women as well but most people said especially it's just walking in a dark street by yourself and if you're walking by yourself on the other side there's a massive group of people you just feel vulnerable i think generally it's more just just the darkness because probably that's where you feel more vulnerable okay so we're gonna have a call from libby watling she is a student currently on her placement year and she's going to tell us a bit about her experience so you might want to grab a glass of wine for this one the first question is, what's your experience with being harassed on your own? Um, so I was on the train to work, it started off actually, um, and I was waiting on the platform and just happily smiled at someone, um, then got a smile back, which then turned into, when I got on the train, him sitting right next to me and was like, hi, hi, what's your name? Which I was like, okay, that's fine, like, yeah, tell me my name, no issue with that, you're just being friendly. Um, from then being like, oh, do you want to go on a date? And I was like, no, not really. Yeah. Um, which was fine. He got up, left, was obviously a little bit embarrassed. Because <laughs> um, you just hide him. Well, yeah, obviously. <laughs> Gutted, he was. Um, but then, so it was, it like, I didn't see him for maybe a couple of days, maybe a week after. And then one day when I was getting the train home, so it was dark at this point, and I was walking like up my road from the station, and it was pitch black. He like appeared in front of me, uh-huh. out of nowhere, um, and he was like, "Hi, hi, hi!" And I was like, "Oh, wh- where the hell have you just come from?" <laughs> so I tried to like, sidestep him and be like, "Oh, sorry, I'm just on my way home." And he was like, "Hi, hi!" And like put his arms out, you know, like as if to give like, you a hug. No, no, just to be like, "Don't walk past me." Oh. Um, which at that point, luckily, uh, my auntie was picking me up from the station, so like I saw her car, and she sort of looked, and I was like, well, um, help. And she beat <laughs> the horn a tiny bit, um, yeah. and he like jumped. So I just sort of like scooted past him and just ignored him. Um, yeah, so that was... What, so he, so he found you? Yeah. Or was yeah. he just... Well, I mean, he obviously gets on and off the train, the tra- yeah. Like, the same so he was waiting for you to mouth. Yeah, but it was the fact that like he he didn't even get off the train at the same time as me, or like wasn't walking like behind me or anything. He just popped out. Just like appeared, and I was like, (laughs) where? I was like, this is weird. Thank God your auntie was nearby. Yeah, exactly. So has that um, affected how you feel about getting the train home now? Like yeah, you more aware? Yeah. Yeah, definitely, and I'll definitely won't make eye contact with anyone. Won't make that mistake <laughs> smiling at people again. <laughs> you just want to be nice and friendly, smiling at people. Morning, obviously not. <laughs> Don't ever do that again. Yeah, it's not an invitation, <laughs> is it? Oh, yeah. Um, so, no. do you think there should be something in place for all unis or workplaces, etc., like helping people walk home so they aren't alone, or having something in place or? people know that if they feel unsafe or something they can ring this number or speak to someone or someone will meet them that kind of thing yeah I definitely even think like I don't even think it needs to be something that extreme like it could maybe even be 
like I know my company have got an app so whether it was like a mark the app when you're home safe or whatever Oh, okay. Um, that's a good idea. You know, like, sort of thing. Like, just a tiny little thing that was in place that, and I mean, even if, but then there's the issue of, like, if someone forgot to do that, would you know? Or even if there was, like, a, like you said, like a short dial a number that someone could come and meet you, or even just someone to speak to on the phone, because not everyone has someone. Yeah. Maybe you, sometimes yeah. they're a lot safer on the phone to someone. Mm-hmm. I know, like, it definitely helps. I sometimes yeah. do that, though. If I see, like, a big group of people, I'll just pretend <laughs> to be on the phone. I'm like, yeah, go on, say that again. Yeah, and then I get yeah. past and I'm like, oh, I'm fine. Yeah. I'll just be chatting yeah, to myself down the road. You feel, you feel safer if you've got someone there. But, like like I said, not everyone has someone to speak to on the phone. Mm. Um, so, I mean, that it's, it could be anything, really, just even something little. No, Thank you for answering our call, even though it <laughs> took about ring. seven rings. <laughs> Thank you we so much. Isn't it weird that something that can start off so friendly, just like a smile to a stranger, can turn into something so creepy and make you feel so uncomfortable? Like, if you want to get past someone, shouldn't be stood in front of you with their arms out, like, yeah, trying to stop God, you. someone around her. Definitely, you don't know what could have happened. The thing is, it's becoming, like, a common thing now when girls are getting stopped and when being nice can be mistaken for you being flirty. Yeah, smile's not really exactly an invitation. Inviting someone, yeah, yeah exactly. Kind of shows, like, our parents in their generation, they could meet someone at a bar or, like, sat next to them on a train, and if they got chatting, it could turn into something and they could start dating and stuff like this. But I feel like in this generation, if someone came over to me at the bar, because of all these stories that I've heard, I do just automatically think they're a creep. Yeah. So, guys, if you've made it this far, thanks for listening to us whine. Our next topic of discussion will be about catfishing. Make sure to join us next week with your own glass of Pinot, or if you're poor like us and can't afford it, get yourself down to Aldi. They've got some great knockoffs for only £2.69. Doesn't taste that great, but does the job. And don't forget, if you're feeling unsafe on a night out, you can contact the Nottingham Night Owls on their Facebook page, of which we'll leave a link to on our Facebook page and all other socials. Bye! <laughs> <laughs> She's a singer now. <laughs> <laughs>